What's up? I'm Sierra Andrews. Hi, I'm Lucy Lavin. And, and this, this is, is what, what you missed at, at the, the WC. WC. Thanks for tuning in today. Um, today we wanted to talk about what it means to be an activist in Nebraska. So Sierra and I would consider ourselves activists, but we wanted to have a conversation on how being an activist specifically in the UNL community can be. Um, being an activist in New York or bigger cities might look different than an activist in Nebraska or maybe eerily similar. Yeah, there's just a lot of like different ways you could go about being an activist. And so we wanted to touch based on ways that we can be activists in our community. So it seems more common than not that young people are continuously advertised to get involved in the community, to be an active member in society. But like, what does it really mean to be a member of society to help your community or to be an activist? And so really this podcast, we're going to step into what those first few steps would be. I hope we can allow room for solutions to these rabbit holes of thought when trying to be an activist or consciously being a better person. And Sarah mentioned that we wanted to talk about how it can be overwhelming to try to get involved, especially locally. Um, I know coming to UNL, I really wanted to go out of state for college because of how much I wanted to be involved. I wanted to focus on social justice issues, but um, all those issues happen here too. Yeah. That's always a constant reminder, especially doing this podcast. But one time one of my friends said to me in one of like my math classes, I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to be a math teacher, right? Exciting. And exciting. Yeah. And so he was like, do you guys think you're going to go out of state or stay in Nebraska? And I immediately was like, I want to go out of state. I've lived in Nebraska my whole life. And like, I still do plan on going out of state after I graduate. But what he said was really interesting. He's like, you want to solve the problems that are in your state or else no one's going to, you know? So I think that applies a lot to activism as well. Like a lot of us are like, oh, I want to go somewhere else to get involved because they have more opportunities, they have more availability. And it's like, if everyone leaves, then who's going to solve the problems where you are now? And that applies to anywhere. Yeah, and, and being an activist, think about those things like protests and those meetings. They're so much more glamorized in places like... Mm -hmm. New York or just beyond Nebraska, they're not really sexy here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, but, I know. but they, <laughs> a little sexy. It's a little sexy here, but I, I would like to emphasize the issues happen here, and I think it took me a long time to realize that too. But it can it can be overwhelming to try to get involved locally. So there are a lot of times where I get passionate about an issue or topic, but have no idea where to start. It took a while until I started understanding and knowing the supportive resources available to our local community. And I'm continuously learning, I'm still learning. It wasn't even until working here at the Women's Center that I started to feel more involved in my community or feel yeah. more of an activist specifically at UNL or Nebraska. I was starting to surround myself with people who were doing similar work and that made me feel more in the loop. Having conversations now when I'm like, this is a thing that I care about. Mm -hmm. There's either a coworker, supervisor who knows or knows of someone to get in touch mm -hmm. with, to know what's going on locally. And I didn't really get to hear about that until working here. Yeah, you can find those like spaces anywhere because all that like the most important thing is just getting involved. And that could be anything that doesn't mean like getting a certain job or joining a specific club. It really just means like talk to people, mm -hmm. reach out that can be virtually that can be in person. But when you work alone, or when you're doing anything alone, it can be overwhelming. And you know, that's not to say that like, you can be a great activist by yourself, you totally can. Mm -hmm. But if you want to like get involved, you want to meet new people that have similar passions to you. It could be anything. 
It could be you meet people in your classes or in clubs or in the union. (laughs) If you see someone that like has a pin on their backpack of something that you care about, like Planned Parenthood or any organization. Mm -hmm. That was the first one that came to mind. Like anything like that. There's a lot of pins. There's a lot of pins. There's a lot of pins out there. (laughs) Just ask them about it or like find people online. After this podcast, everyone's just going to be, hey, I like your pin (laughs) on your backpack. I hope so. I would love to see that. A personal experience. So I, when I think about like my first steps in activism, one of the most like important moments for me was like during the Black Lives Matter protests this summer. And I didn't really know like how to get involved at first, like what I could do to help, what I could do. Cause everyone was like, you see a lot of stuff on social media, but it was like, what do I actually do that can make a difference? And it all starts with just meeting one person. So I had a friend and she said, here's a group chat that will add you to that tells you like when the protests are or like different organizations that need funding, like GoFundMes, just stuff like that. So I met one person and that opened a door to so many possibilities to get involved. And so, yeah, that's just like a personal experience I had. And that one person could be anyone for you. It can literally be anyone. Once you start getting connected with people, you have information, other people have information. And once you start working together, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. I think a lot of high school and a lot of college, we are advertised to get involved. Like the next generation, like put your hope into young people. Like there is definitely that pressure. And I do believe in those things, but it it can be hard because it's like, I am a young person who- There's a lot of pressure. There's just a lot of pressure. But also along with those talks, those things, it it seems like there's this commonality or this like generic go-to of like, get involved, contact your local government. And then that's that's it. You know what I mean? There's not specific or details of like, you want to be an activist in your local community? This is what you need to do right now because- Mm -hmm. Everyone's interests looks different. Everyone's passion of different issues. It really is your own journey of like becoming an activist and how that can fit in your life. But being an activist is beyond contacting your local government and getting involved. We wanted to expand from those mantras and Mm -hmm. provide some first steps on ways people can start becoming activists or being advocates. Along with that, like it's also something I feel like that's like really like blown up the past year is people posting on Instagram, like, or their Instagram stories specifically, Mm -hmm. like political, quote unquote, like Instagram activists and stuff. And it's like, so it's performative activism, just like posting things. So you say, it seems like, oh, so if people look at my profile. I'm changing the world and you're not. Yeah, yeah. It's stuff like that. And I'm sure all of those, like posting something, you're not a bad person for posting like something you're passionate about on Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's about what you do past that though. That's the most important part is like, why am I doing this on social media? What does it mean? How does it impact other people? And how can you carry that into the real world? I do really think an activist's journey is its its own and to promote yourself on Instagram, whatnot. But yeah, it can just be really hard to find that path for you, what fit, feels right. And along with like a performative activism mm-hmm. and just speakers, it really is just this like generic thing that's constantly being yelled at young people. It's everywhere, you know? So with that, yes, is your own journey. So find something that you like, that gives you energy, motivation, passion, something that sparks something in you that you're like, I could put work, time, energy into this. 
and everything can be political. Everything can center around everything social justice is issues. Political. Everything is political. You so there are ways say, you like, can turn. I don't your... like politics. Mm-hmm. It's like everyone's life is politics. Everyone's life is politics. Everything is political. So there are ways you can turn your passion into social justice, into activism. Mm-hmm. There's lots of events at UNL. Like I know we kind of touched on. We talked about getting involved a lot. And so it's like, what are some ways that we can see that on campus? So like Lizzie said earlier, us working at the Women's Center opens so many doors and it can open doors to you too. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's not just like, oh, we get the privilege of working here. Like we're going to keep all those resources Mm -hmm. to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like, no, if you have anything that you want to get involved with or reach out to, I feel like we've repeated that a lot. It's important. It's important. Yeah. Get the, get it in your head because we want to help you. And that's what we're here for. Along with any other really position on campus like if you go to BSU or ASUN or anywhere. We consider ourselves a supportive resource for a reason so I know we were like oh everyone wants us to get involved but we don't know how. Google is your friend. It is. It really is. Or Bing. Bing. That's what you're about. (laughs) Whatever internet search (laughs) system you use, your friend. Because sometimes it's as simple as starting to, now I'm going to use Google as a verb, Googling, binging, (laughs) all the questions you have in your brain that can inspire these next steps of getting involved or show ways on how you can get involved. So it can be something as simple as like, who's doing this work specifically in Lincoln, Nebraska, in Nebraska? Can I get involved with that person, with that organization? I think one step into Google will lead your next. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when I think of projects, even for the Women's Center, I'm Googling. It's It, it really can be your friend. True. It's awesome. Use the internet. You can probably find stuff on TikTok too. True. Like most social media, and I know we talked about like performative activism, but there is a lot of good that can come out of social media when it comes to activism. It's sharing other people's work that you want to support or sharing resources to things that you found helpful that other people could find helpful too. Mm -hmm. Because that's honestly probably the fastest way to get information out there. Like, you know, there's, you can put flyers around campus or you can put something. A lot of grassroots activism. Yeah, grassroots activism. But really like, if you want something out there, posting, sharing, Mm -hmm. crediting, keeping those resources going. And I feel like that there's a pretty good influx of that. Like over the summer, people were really good about finding those GoFundMes, finding the petitions, finding the things that they were passionate about and sharing them. And I would like to see more of that. Yeah, I think social media can be inspiring in some ways of like, I think when when I think about my activist journey, I think about how there are questions or things in my head that I don't know how to seek out specifically, like locally in Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm thinking about all the rabbit holes I've fallen in with in my position, like let alone at the Women's Center, but even before that, I feel like there are questions in my head and I don't know how to answer them and I don't know where to start. And so social media can really be inspiring in that of like finding something similar or again, Google, it, it's going to be your friend. There's so much to do and that can feel overwhelming. And I know I felt like the, there's so much work that needs to be done in the community that it has led me to feel almost a point of hopelessness. But we really want to emphasize to just focus on the right next step. It's always going to be overwhelming and it feels like there's always work that needs to be done. But And there is always work to be done, but it's like you don't have to do it all at once. Mm-hmm. And not the whole, whatever it is you're being an activist about, you're not going to solve it overnight or by yourself. And it's a gradual process. 
So like some ways you could avoid burnout, which is something that's pretty common. Burnout is real. It's frustrating sometimes to like put a lot of time and effort into something and not see results, but setting realistic expectations and seeing what you can do with where you're at and not like putting that expectation to like solve every problem in the world overnight. Check in with yourself, see what you can do to take care of yourself while taking care of others is really important yeah. because you're you're a human first. You are a human first. The cliche of like fill your own cup before filling others. I always, when people said that, I'd be like, okay, everyone says that, you know? But it, it's true. If you are fatigued, mentally exhausted, drained, especially with advocacy work that feels more common than not because everything is political, but like lives are political. Your own life can be political. And that's a lot of passion and that that comes from like your heart. And I get that, but it's okay to set boundaries with your work, even though it, it's personal and it's passionate. Check in yourself with yourself. Have some realistic expectations. Celebrate when you can. If something good happens, like it's okay to celebrate, even if there's more to be done. Yeah, so when it comes to taking care of yourself, um, there's a lot of ways on campus that we can look to that. I personally am a well-being ambassador and now coach. Ow, ow. Ow, ow. It just got promoted Ayo. at the Office of Big Red Resilience and Well-Being. And so we have a lot of great resources. We have well-being coaches. So to check in and just see how you're doing and maybe talk with like a peer. And it's a little less like stressful because Going to see a real therapist is really good and helpful, and I totally recommend it. But sometimes that's not always like a possibility for people, and our programs are totally free if you're a student and you get to talk to a peer who could give you advice that other people won't, like couldn't, maybe someone that's like older than you wouldn't be able to see, and it's totally confidential, and so that's a great resource. We also have other things that don't necessarily have to do with being an activist, but like money management and the food pantry, which is also 100% free if you're a student. Really cool stuff. If you just want to like Googling Office of Big Red Resilience and Wellbeing, we have so many cool things. That's awesome. Yeah. A little plug right there. Well, and it's important to have those resources, even like student money management, because money management is still real to activists. I think mm -hmm. Burnout is so real, especially within the activist community, because it is going outside the majority, going outside structures and really deconstructing and advocating. And that's that's personal. That's that it, that's like juggling your life and that as well. Juggling, like. Yeah, juggling your life is so hard. It's There's so, so many hard. aspects and you shouldn't be afraid to ask for help. And we're so young. We're, we're learning. Allow yourself to learn. Give yourself room to practice and fail. And Like, I'm not the same person I was three years ago or four years ago. Four hours ago. Four hours ago. <laughs> College is a really transformative time, and I think that's also a time of transformation within your passions, which includes advocacy work. So mental health awareness of that is very important and reaching out to other people because even if big red resilience seems scary like reach out we're so cool someone. they're so cool we're really chill we're really i promise chill. if there are any other resources on campus that you guys think would be great to put out there mm -hmm. shoot us an email yeah. dm us mm -hmm. you know the drill you know the drill if you if you've been listening with our with us for a long time now these past three episodes <laughs> no big deal 
And it's always important to know that people have been doing work before us. And I think it's each of our responsibilities to continue the work and to make sure those around you do as well. But just know we're all in this together. You're not alone. Mental health matters. Your livelihood, your mental space, when doing work, when becoming an advocacy, doing progressive work, it is important to check in with yourself, with your peers, and just know there's hope. We're in it together. There's always hope. There's always hope, even when you're like, no, that's so not true. It's true. true. (laughs) I promise there is. Yeah. We are but specks in the creation of the universe. (laughs) And you know what? We're doing our best. We love you. We love you so much. We can't wait for you to tune in with us next episode. Share with us how you're an advocate. We'd love to hear your stories or ways other people can be involved or things you thought of this episode. Again, guess what we're doing? Telling you to reach out to us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm Lizzie. And I'm Sierra. And that's what you missed at at the the WC. WC.